Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, ESPN Radio. There are so many things to talk about today. Is it time to stop questioning Dak Prescott? Has he done enough already? Has Tom Brady finally hit the cliff? Can the Cowboys go forward with a kicker who can't make an extra point? And that's just the start of things. Good morning, Jay. Good morning, King. Only anyone would have been. Uh, I can't hear you, Jay. Yeah, Jay, that's right. You're, you, I'm not hearing you through the. What is going on with the mic? Oh, there we go. Oh, no, uh, just briefly. Uh, you got a shark in your mic. Yeah. Hey, though, Max, how What's are you on? doing this morning? What's going on, Key? Why do you say Jay has a short mic? I think it's a regular height mic. No, I said it's a short oh. in the mic. Okay, I just wasn't electrical. Sure. Isn't that like an electrical term or something? Yeah, I don't know. Who knows? What am I looking Shortage at in the mic, wiring. What's going on, Key? Nothing much, man. Just, uh, you know, taking it all in, waiting to hear your critic, or you mm. you and your critics on Dak Prescott's performance mm-hmm. against mm. the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and mm. you know Not how much they're, to criticize there. How they're gonna get smashed by the 49ers. I'm just waiting to hear everybody's conversation. You, you know, think, because do you think they want you think they beat the 49ers? Wait, I'm back just, now. But based on what you just I'm saw back now, did Key say I have a short mic? Yeah, he's just making fun of your height. Let's see how I use it. No, I didn't say anything. I said you have a short in your mic. Like something's wrong with your cord. I think that's some like electrical term shortage or I don't know. Yeah, I conflated that with something else. Anyway, moving on. I I don't mess with electrical things. I hire somebody. Sorry. (laughs) Just just being honest with you. Make the call, Jen. Nobody's doing that. Yeah, I'm not touching it. (laughs) You know how that is. You know, it's so funny now that I just said that I thought of something before we dive into the Dallas Cowboys victory last night against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. As a kid, they would tell you, not to touch an electrical outlet or socket the or socket, something. yeah, yeah. And you would still try and do it. Of course. As an adult, you don't even want to touch it, though, right? It's like, <laughs> I don't even want to touch it. Never mind. Get somebody else to change the bulb. Where do you, how do you think to I got change the how do you bulb? Think, how do you think I got this scar on my lip? That's from biting into an electrical, uh, uh, into an extension cord when I was three years old. Fused well, I've my never mouth heard together. you tell. Yeah, you man. bit into an, an extension cord? I crawled behind the TV. I was trying to unplug something. <laughs> See? And I bit into it, and I and I like tried to, and and it like my eyes were open, but I was seeing like in the cartoons squiggly lines, and it burnt out the nerve. I didn't feel anything, but when it when I when it finally got off, it could have killed me. My half oh, my gosh. mouth was fused shut. Oh my goodness! Yeah, man. This this explains so much psychologically for you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so much. It's just turned it's into coming, an electric it's man. <laughs> short, electric man. So in other words, short of some mind. of his brain is what you're talking. <laughs> but yeah, you got to be careful. And nowadays, Boy, I elevated the thoughts. So nowadays, much. I'll tell you what, man. Nowadays, key. It's not just that you don't want to deal with the electrical stuff. It's exhausting even telling someone else to. Can someone else just take that off my. Well, now plate? they're childproof. Now you got the childproof ones. Key, you slide it over. You got to oh, yeah. slide it over before. Yeah, I used to. You think, especially me. I'm so sensitive to it because of what happened to me. When my kids were little, my oldest was little, I'd point to an outlet and i go, no. no. And she would just look going, no, 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 no. Yo, hey, put it this way. The Buccaneers would have, last night, they, oh. they should have hoped the lights went out. <laughs> nice, Key, nice. Yeah. Look at this. But they didn't. In fact, Dak's light shone brightly, didn't it? Dak Prescott, 25 of 33, 305 yards. And Key, I, I hope you'll finally listen to me. Here's the most important thing. No turnovers. 
If, if, you, if you would get one thing out of this experience with me, you should know. No turnovers. That's the key. First he, went time four, he went four attempts over what I normally would like, but that's, that's okay. That's right. You know, he that's likes it under try. 30 attempts because it says something, not every time, but it says something about the basic game plan when you go when you drop back fewer than 30 times, right? Yeah, but it's, it's fine. I'll take the 33. Mm-hmm. Especially when you're completing 25 with no turnovers, uh, not to mention four TDs, and he ran one in. So here's Dak at the, at the postgame presser, guys. How has he and the team been able to stay steady? How were they able to do it throughout that game? Preparation um, and easy, just knowing uh, what, what this group's capable of doing, um, not getting uh, frustrated within. Um, and, and I can't say that I didn't do that last week. Uh, that was a little bit of frustration. But this week, uh, knowing that uh, I couldn't allow that to get in my head, I couldn't allow uh, me to change the way that I played this game. I obviously credit the defense for, as I said, getting us the ball right back after those two possessions um, and just <clears throat> told the offense in the, in the huddle, hey, we get one first down and this thing's going to roll. And that's exactly what happened. So, uh, yeah, we just got to continue to do that. So 25 of 32, 305, four touchdowns, a rushing touchdown. He's the fourth player since the merger with four TD pa- passing TDs and a rushing TD, I assume in a playoff game. Anyway, Booger McFarland said last night, let's stop the Dak questions, please. Is he right, Key? Does, does one game do that? Well, it depends on what you're questioning, right? It, it, it's, a, it's a bunch of stuff because people are going to try to move the goalposts. Now it's he finally won a playoff game. He's tied with so-and-so who won a playoff game. Joe Burrow's won more playoff games than Dak Prescott. He's the same as Brock Purdy. I mean, that's the they got to continue to move the goalposts. So what is what has he answered? What is the real question here? Uh, can you say that he played phenomenal in the playoffs? Absolutely. Uh, can he continue this? Absolutely. Now, let's see. I mean, let's see. Do I think he's going to continue it? Yes. Do I think that people need to get off his back and quiet down? Yes. All of those things. And Booger's completely right, though. Yeah, but you, you, gotta, were never, you were never completely off Dak anyway. Well, he was making me mad. Yeah, He right. was making yeah. me mad because he was throwing interceptions, but I wasn't off of him. Yeah, I don't, I don't understand why everybody's so sensitive about Dak. Like, you know, this, uh, can we stop all that? We have questions for everybody. There's questions no, you don't. About- no, there's questions don't. about Brock Purdy. There's questions about yeah, Joe Burrow. Was, was it a nah, nah, No, it's not. <laughs> no, what are you talking about? There's no, the there's only no question about, is when's he nobody questioning Joe Burrow. Nobody's questioning Joe Burrow. There were questions yeah. about Joe Burrow about the beginning of the year. Whether this was a fluke, will he get back yeah, there? That, but line. that's a different. That's a not different the same question. Thing, no. I, well, this is a question because this is America's team, and Jerry Jones sells it and conduct. I get it, but all I'm saying is okay. It was great. Congratulations for them winning their first road playoff game yeah. in 30 years. Congratulations. Against a sub-500 team. Congratulations to them winning their first playoff game in a blue jersey since like Roger Starbuck fan, in 1978. These are all incredible. They haven't beaten Tom Brady in seven tries. Great. The expectation for this squad was to get to the NFC Championship game. Bingo. We have been talking or about better. them being a super caliber team. That's, what I, that's my expectation for them. So, in team. other words, Jay, it is fair to – ask questions until the following happens. We see Dak in the NFC Championship game. If we see that, then we say, okay, you did the bare minimum of what this team was supposed to do, and anything beyond that you get extra credit for. But what's the question? 
Is What's Dak a Super Bowl caliber quarterback? Absolutely. Yeah. Yes, he is. He's always been. I agree with He's that. He's always too. been. I got to say, yeah, I, 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 I agree with that, too. Even though He's I love always been shots, a Super Bowl caliber when they're quarterback. Because it's had, the Cowboys. It had but to be I Booger. Booger had that. to be referring to like when people were saying, you know, are they going to replace Dak? Or, mm. you know, is he the quarterback for the Dallas Cowboys in the future? I never questioned that. I never questioned whether Dak wasn't going to be the leader of this franchise moving forward. Well, if he has I, a I just would like to know the context of Booger's question to the question. Like, I want to know why what Booger means by it's time to stop questioning Dak Prescott because the only thing I can think of is he won a playoff game. That's the only thing I can think of. And that's I don't not, know and what that, else. And that's not enough, really. Like, it was an excellent – here's the thing. Sometimes you can look at the quality of the performance and say that was just excellent. He was just excellent last night. But we have to admit it was against a bad team that's been struggling recently. No, and we can't. No, I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to do that. The Bucs were sub 500. That doesn't matter. Of course it matters. He lit their ass up. And he was crisp and clean in the pocket. He did everything almost perfect. I'm not going to do that. That's why I agree. You cannot say he wasn't excellent. Key, I started by saying that. You can't say he wasn't excellent because he was, period. Yeah, you started by saying that. Then you went on until all the team was sub 500 and they were this. They were because there's more. Now, he was excellent against a team of that caliber. Now it's time to see him be excellent against an elite team. And yes, we're going to find that out in a matter of days. And, and I want to see that for every damn quarterback that's in the playoffs. Sure, sure. I want to see it for everyone. I want to have that, as Michael Irvin once upon a time said, I want to see that same intensity that you're carrying now for those other quarterbacks, and I want to see it when the playoffs resume. I want to see that same intensity. Your questions for other quarterbacks. That's what I said. The questions are looming for everybody. But I, I will say this to your question, though, Max. We did watch two other teams go against – one team went against the third starting quarterback in Skylar Thompson, had Struggle. a tough game, right? And then you think about Huntley with Baltimore as well. So, like, taking care of business is taking care of business. And they did it in a pretty brilliant way. Regardless of whether a team is sub-500 or not, you're in the playoffs, and it is Tom Brady who can put together magic. And also can put pressure on you just by his presence. Because, he wasn't putting oh, no magic Tom together last night. No, not yep. last night. No, no, we're going to Tom, he kept Max, trying we're to, get to look, Tom Brady. He kept Let's trying to do, do his yet. thing like this to get the thing to come out in the magic trick. <laughs> And it wasn't coming. <laughs> the thing you said. Yeah, you know, the little the stick or whatever. When you're a kid, yeah, you get the little thing in the, <laughs> the But look, the, the, the thing about Dak and about questions is questions arise if Patrick Mahomes has a bad game. Questions, it doesn't matter who it is. We ask questions. But this is why guys like Key and, those, and Parcells and these old football heads are slow to give someone credit for being at a certain level until they have a certain track record because the more money you got in the bank the more deposits you've made the more playoff runs you've gone on the less one or two games can affect with the way we see you Dak doesn't have that credit in the bank the same way some other guys do yet but here's a deposit right here's a deposit a road playoff win where he lit it up Keyshawn J. Will and Max. You could be a part of Keyshawn J. Will and Max Nation on the Dr. Pepper call in line. 888-SAY-ESPN, 729-3776. ESPN Nation is presented by Dr. Pepper. It ain't college football season without the delicious taste of a nice cold Dr. Pepper. The one fans deserve. We moving the goalposts on Dak? You can call in about that. And did last night feel like Tom Brady's final game in Tampa? KJM. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric e-bikes today. The number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, 
Electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus! Electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome, so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-B-I-K-S.com. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max is presented by Progressive Insurance. We will get into Tom Brady in just a moment, but before we get into Brady and his future and whether or not that brilliant, handsome prognosticator who said he would fall off the cliff years ago is finally right. Did we uh, find something out last night about Dak Prescott? In other words, has Dak answered the critics? Like Keyshawn Johnson, who wasn't sure. <laughs> Man, don't, don't do that. Because Max. <laughs> the narrative. So in. Wait, so Max, <laughs> that's the only thing they heard. That's was right. That. And, they'll and then they'll get to their little yeah. fingers and their internet. and they, I, Don't do that. <laughs> yeah, right. Keyshawn Johnson never yeah. got off of Dak. It's true. I used the opportunity of his his shakiness to pile on the Cowboys. I will do it again the next time they take a I made him go sit in a corner for a week. All right, uh, Steve in Virginia. Go ahead, Steve. You're on with KJ. Big fan, I just wanted to say real quick, uh, I'm a diehard Cowboys fan living in the D.C. area since 74. And Dak played a perfect game last night. But I disagree with Jay Will. The criticism is there. He still has to prove himself against winning record teams, which he doesn't do. So it's fair for people like me to say, this is just one game. you got to keep it going. The other thing I was going to say, and I'm going to leave it at this, how about them Cowboys, man? We're going to beat Purdy. Michael Parsons is going to have a field day against that offensive line. They haven't played a winning record team lately, and they have one of the weakest strength of schedules in the NFL, like KC and Philly as well. So just because they have a great winning streak, who have they beat? They haven't proved nothing. Purdy hasn't whoever's played against front, great defenses. Who's ever in front of them? They beat whoever you put in front of them. That's all I can tell you. And they deserve credit, but I think the point is that it's still not like beating a, a powerhouse. It doesn't Either matter, though. I understand, well. I understand Kansas City blew the doors off of them in the regular season. But, you know, you, you – you play who's in front of you, man. And I don't know what That's he was all. talking about. I never said that there weren't questions. I said there were questions about a lot of quarterbacks. I do understand, though, that it being the Cowboys and the way the Cowboys are marketed and the contract that Dak got, that we expect Dak to be at an elite level. So what yeah, else keep in mind? See, I don't, think, I don't think, Jay, this is about the Cowboys and his money. I think it's about him. Huh? I think it's about him and his play and his style of play because – 
he has done some stuff here in the recent past that makes people scratch their heads by Get throwing interceptions. Run. Bad little run. You know, bad little got a bad little run. Yep. Bad little taste. Yep. Yep. And, That's and, all. and keep in mind, Cowboys have the most fans, but they have more haters than they have fans. Because all the fans of other teams don't like like me, right? Like, and so, so we all look for anything to jump on them to pile on. But I laugh at all that because it's like the Cowboys are not walking around saying we are champions. It goes back to what Mike McCarthy spoke to them about where the last time they had a playoff win, he pulled out this picture and a lot of these guys were little kids. Yeah. Right? On a team saying, like, you're not – there's a history of the franchise, but like you're not. But that, they're so not. Play for if himself. you're a Cowboys fan, if you're a Cowboys fan, a Lakers fan, a Yankees fan, you know most people are rooting against you, even though absolutely a hundred percent. Yeah, so that's that's a hundred percent. It's like Max said. It's fans of other teams Duke that fan. hate the Cowboys. Yep. Yeah. I mean, it's just you know that's what yeah. it is. Yeah. Hey, so meantime, Max. Tom Brady, career high sixty six passes completing 35 of them for 351 yards. That's not the Keyshawn Johnson formula, including two second-half touchdowns, right? Pretty good for a 45-year-old. He was sacked twice. Yeah, he threw a costly end zone <laughs> interception in the second quarter. By the way, a red zone interception. and never does that, right? Well, he was throwing that, he was throwing that ball away. Curse is 6-6, man. Yeah. Well, what happened to Brady and this Bucks offense? Here's Tom Brady addressing his future after the game. I'm not, you know, this has been a lot of focus on, you know, this game. So, yeah, let's just be one day at a time, truly. (laughs) Is this key? Is this it for Brady? Is this it for Brady in Tampa? His contract set to expire. He has a no tag clause, so he can't be tagged, franchise tagged. And he and and he will become an unrestricted free agent. But he's 45 years old, coming off a bad performance. Is it it for him in Tampa, or is it it for him in general? Right, that's the question. I, I, I really don't know because it's a lot. he's a lot like Aaron Rodgers in a way. Don't know what he's thinking. One foot in, one foot out. I want to do it. I don't want to do it. I'm going to do it because I want to retire. Well, I don't care. I want to go back and play because this is what I want to do. I don't know. Um, I think his son is playing football now, and – I would think that he would want to be a part of that at this age where his age is at and where his son is at and the son's trying to play quarterback. It just would seem like he would want to be there to be a part of that, but I don't know. I mean, it just you just don't know. But based on what I saw last night, Max and Jay, I don't give a damn how many championships he won and how many Super Bowls he went to and how many MVP trophies he got and how much money he made in the bank. I'm not signing up for that. What that. I saw last you mean, night. You mean any team? You mean at, if you uh, any at team? all? I'm not right. signing up for That's that. That's the question. Oh, is there a landing spot that. for Tom Brady? Oh. We're going to get into this, Jay, coming up on the other side. Oh no! Right, sorry, I'm I'm on the you're, old you're clock. The old <laughs> Wait, when he did saying, that, just now I had to look at my phone. I was like, damn, that was fast. I'm on the old clock. That's my fault. Three sentences out. How do we end the segment already? So Jay, <laughs> is he through? Would you sign up for that, Jay? That's the that's the Let's question. See, well, anyway, are you it. signing up for that? I, I don't, I, I'm not. Remove the legacy. Are you signing but up for? He it? led the league in passing yards last year. Key. That doesn't mean. I anything. understand, but this year he just got Ryan Jensen back. Last night, I'm looking at they're last in the league. Key in rushing yards per game. Like Rashad White and Leonard Fournette. I'm like, what are you guys doing out there? Like they they gave. 
him absolutely nothing, especially when you're down early. Okay. You need to throw the ball a ton. So, oh, I don't okay. like if I gave – if he were on the – would I take him over Ryan Tannehill? Yes. I, I, I would like to see Tom Brady with Derrick Henry and that old line. I think the I issue wouldn't. with Brady comes you down take to him the, over Tannehill? It's the old, I, it's, it's the old line. It's, 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 key. Let's every, be realistic. It's everything's got to be – yes, but everything's got to be picture yeah. perfect. I agree. I agree. He's at the stage of his playing career where it's like he's a rookie again, where everything's got to be perfect. Everything's got to be perfect. Because if it's not perfect, they're going to eat him alive, Jay. Which means that when I say perfect, he's got to have him a young Gronkowski. He's got to have him a young Mike Evans, a young Chris Godwin, a San Francisco 49er defense or a Cowboy defense. That, that's what I'm saying. It's got to be too perfect. And I don't know a perfect situation that needs a 46-year-old quarterback right now. Well, no. well, the issue is with quarterbacks these days, Key, they're mobile, right? They can get outside the pocket. They can make yeah, exactly. exactly. the situation. He can't, yeah. he can't move. So when you saw that pressure coming last night from Dallas, it was a wrap because he can't get out of harm's way. And I think <laughs> inevitably that's the problem. So It was a very bad styles matchup. To make Brady look bad, bad, as I said it before the game, either they're going to nip the Cowboys or the Cowboys are going to beat the brakes off them, right? Because the, the Bucks' problem all year has been O-line. Cowboys' strength is the pass rush. Bad, bad styles matchup. But, Key, I don't know that he needs every last thing. What he definitely needs is an How could in, he not? He needs an You just saw him play last night. O-line. O-line. He, O-line. He, you cannot – and, and – he cannot ever take the pressure up the middle, right? He needs a clean pocket for sure, right? And and up the but, middle, they got edge rushers that they no pay question, a lot of money to. No Damn, question. up the middle. No, I get it, but if he doesn't have a clean pocket, those pass rushers get home, right? Oh, he gets rid of the ball quick. Not if he doesn't have a pocket. So find a team with a, with a strong O line, especially in the middle. And Brady, but I think my whole still point, my whole well, my whole point though, Max, I almost called you Jay, Max. There are no teams. Like right. I'm not. It might not be. Who are you? Who are you? He can go to the Raiders. You want him to go to the Raiders? Go right ahead. Be eight, my guest. Eight say ESPN. Be my guest. Go to the Raiders. Eight 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 say ESPN. Is there a landing spot for Brady? Could it be Miami? Could it be Las Vegas? Can you say Miami and Brady? Is that allowed? Or? Dak Prescott had a great game last oh, night. Man, that yeah. that sure and Brady did not. But where does Key have Dak ranked? In the Uh-oh. quarterbacks remaining in the playoffs. So there's no more Brady, Uh-oh. but there is Dak. Keyshawn J. Willemax. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day, but sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. The Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max Podcast. I'm the smartest guy in the box, so I like that too. Key's Real Rankings.
right, time for Key's Real Rankings. These rankings are brought to you by Dell for your small business needs. Call a Dell Technologies advisor today, 877-ASK-DELL-KEY. Quarterbacks remaining in the playoffs, 1-8, to eight, or are you going 8-1? to one? I'm going 1-8, to eight, but I'm basing this off so that you know, before Jay start asking me, it's based on what I saw in week 18 and what I saw mm. in the first week of the playoffs, kind of a combination, because Jalen Hurts didn't play. And neither did Patrick Mahomes. So this is kind of the way that I'm doing it. Kick it off, Yates. Number one. Patrick Mahomes, number one. He had a bye. Simple and plain. We don't have any arguments there. We can move on. Yeah. Number two. Number two is Josh Allen, the Buffalo Bills. If you look at that match that they had against the Miami Dolphins, he completed some, although he had two interceptions, he completed some balls with laser throws. He had some incompletions that should have been completions with laser throws. This team is going to go as far as he takes them, and I believe they're going to go real far in the playoffs. Key, real quick question. It, does, do you bring any prior knowledge of the quarterbacks to this, or are you just basing it on eight, week 18 and, and then the first week of the playoffs? Week or 18, you, first week of the playoffs. So you're not bringing anything you know about these quarterbacks before no. that into it? Okay. No, no, not at all. Number three. Joe Burrow sits at number three. Cincinnati Bengals, another tough matchup against the Baltimore Ravens without Lamar Jackson. But Joe Burrow did his part. He spit out the ball to a number of different receivers. He got sacked four times because the offensive line is a makeshift offensive line right now. But he held his own. He held his ground. So he sits at number four or number three. Number four. Number four is Dak Prescott. Based on what I saw at the end of the season and then into the playoffs, Erase what I saw in week 18 against the Washington Commanders. That playoff performance last night kicked him from the bottom all the way up to number four. I mean, you cannot argue with the way that young man played last night. Four touchdowns in the air, one on the ground, did not turn the football over at all. If he continues on this type of role up in San Francisco, they'll be playing in the NFC Championship game. Number five. Jalen Hurts at number five. Now, Jalen Hurts had come in, came off some injuries, was banged up at the end of the year, but he put his foot in the ground, and he won the games that he was supposed to win. Look, at the end of the day, do I believe that the Philadelphia Eagles will be in the NFC Championship game playing against the San Francisco 49ers and the Dallas Cowboys? Yes, I do. And Jalen Hurts will be the quarterback in doing that. Number six. Daniel Jones sits at number six for me. I watched him against the Minnesota Vikings, and look, you could argue He played probably the best game of his entire career. He was flawless, much like Dak Prescott in this situation. But Minnesota's defense is extremely bad. They're bad defense, but that's okay. He did his job, and he did what he was supposed to do. He led his team to victory, so therefore he sits at number six. Number seven. Number seven, Brock Purdy, or should I say Purdy, or however you say his name. But Brock, my man, if he continues to do the things that he's doing – He'll take his team to Arizona, and they'll be in the big toaster. The reason he's so far down on my list is not because of his play. It's because of the complimentary players around him. He's got so many different weapons on the offensive side of the ball. And then when you look at the defensive side of the ball, that defense is lights-out championship-caliber defense. He doesn't have to do a whole lot. He just needs to manage the situation and not crash the bus. Number eight. And number eight, Trevor Lawrence of the Jacksonville Jaguars. If you look at Trevor Lawrence in his first appearance in a playoff game, played okay. I mean, they they were down 27-0 to the Los Angeles Chargers. That offense came back and got them and even the score. So when you look at 
my rankings, Patrick Mahomes sits at one, Josh Allen two, Joe Burrow three, Dak Prescott four, Jalen Hurts five, Daniel Jones six, Brock Purdy or Prite, depending on who wants to call it, seven, and Trevor Lawrence at eight. That's the list. Jay, it's not easy because except for Purdy, and even with Purdy, because Purdy just looks good playing, like these are all very good players, right? Mm-hmm. So it's not easy to put together the list, but I have several issues. Do you? I do. I can't have Joe Burrow three. I have to have him two. Ahead of Josh Allen. Yes. Based on the interceptions Josh Allen threw early. Yes. But Joe Burrow barely got by a Ravens team. I hear, but Joe Burrow's been hot. I mean, what, an eight-game win streak? And how they played? This is, they played? this is my problem with the list, Key. Um, uh-huh. Dak was very good. Dak yes. is on a much more talented offensive team than Daniel Jones. Daniel Jones, though it wasn't week 18 because they rested him, in week 17 played the best game of his career until the first game of the playoffs where I just think he was better than Dak anyway. Like, he was working with so much less and basically did the same thing Dak did, but with much, much less than Dak. So I would have Daniel Jones higher. And by the way, I've never been pumping up Daniel Jones. Higher, higher though, where? Like, who would you have? Well, if it's just based on the last two games they've played, right, then I'd have to move him up ahead of Dak. He'd be, he had a more impressive game, a much more impressive – well, not much more because Dak was very, very good. But a more impressive game is working with less and did the same thing. And then Trevor Lawrence, I know why you have you, him I, Let me ask you this yeah. question. This, and this is, this is mind-boggling to me, and I think I yes. brought this up yesterday. How is he working with less? Daniel Jones? Daniel Jones? God, yeah, how is he working with dude? less? He was 35 – what was he, 35 of 20-something, 20 24? I mean, 24 of 35? 35 yeah, 20, 20, I know I screw it up all the time. <laughs> he was 24-35 or something like that. I don't have a stat line in front of me. I'll get it. But he was 24-35. How is that working with less? 24-35, two touchdowns. You're talking about How his How is that success? working with less? Wait, Key. You're they now, caught the football. about what you're doing. Rush for 78 you're, yards. You're now saying that because he had a really good game, that proves he wasn't working with less. That logic falls apart because now you can't say you use the same logic to say Brock Purdy has got so much around him, right? That's oh, I'm why talking he's doing about, well. I'm talking about the way that Kyle Shanahan operates that offense with all the pieces on the offensive side plus Brock Purdy's defense. All they're asking Brock Purdy to do is don't crash the bus. They're not asking Daniel Jones don't crash the bus. Yeah, no, they're, asking, they're asking Daniel Jones what to I'm play football. What I'm saying is you can't use the, the completions to prove he has good receivers. In fact, Slayton I'm, dropped I'm so the pass tired doing of, all year but that would have ended the game. I'm so tired of people saying that he's not working with anything. Well, who's, look, he's just, he's working course, with professional I, receivers. Okay, but not compared I, 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 to I the do other guys. Come on. For one second, because I, I know the Giants are a hot topic with Daniel Jones, and he has been playing exceptionally well, especially in the last month and yeah, a half of the season. Yeah, he's a good player. And even though Key coming off injury, how he's done the last couple of games, like I, I can't have Dak ranked ahead of Jalen Hurts. I mean, Jalen Hurts was in the but I've always, But I've always felt that Jalen – I've always felt that Dak Prescott was the best pure quarterback in the division. Yeah, but in Jalen the Hurts division. was in the MVP conversation. I, I understand he was in the MVP conversation. Do, okay, so here's what I would say. Uh-huh. If Dak Prescott had played a full season, I believe he would have been in the MVP conversation Yeah, but he, but well. he didn't. I understand. He didn't play a full season. You I understand. Know what I mean? So, I understand. Like, uh, I, I think the sustained excellence of Jalen Hurts, I but, couldn't have Dak ranked. And also Trent. Because Dak had a good game also, last night, but the game he had a, he had was a not. damn good game last night. He did. It was damn good. By the way, yeah, Trevor it, Lawrence it, it, key, he, yes, he, was, he, was, he played poorly early, 
But to me, when a young quarterback in his first playoff appearance is down that much, and, he, and a lot of it's his poor play, and then they come all the way back, and he nice and steady calls his own number, hits the touch, throws the touchdown pass, beautiful pass. You know, like at a certain but who point, you putting I give him extra Who you putting credit. him in front of, though? That's the, that, it's a good question. Who are you putting him in front of? All good. I mean, it's, yeah. it's a good it's question. He, like, who are you yeah, putting Trevor Lawrence in front of when they lose in 27 Matt nothing, in Florida. And it took a miracle to come back. Matt in Florida, who do you put Trevor Lawrence in front of? Most definitely will put him. I most definitely will put him in front of uh, Joe Burrow. I mean, Joe Burrow went scoreless that last half, and he barely got away with the win there. If it wasn't for Huntley in that in, in that uh, fumble, that that's the Baltimore Ravens. He's, he's not even on this list. Maybe Joe I don't Lawrence know. There was eleven minutes left in the game. Support. There was eleven and a half minutes left in the game. I mean, that's so. where I get a little bit confused. Are we doing this based upon like their last game or two? Or are we doing it like no, their no, body no, of no, work coming into no, the what, games? Here, I'll say it one more time for you, Jay. Let me say it one more time. One more for the people in the back. That's me. Based on week eighteen, just week eighteen, for for the guys in the buys, we okay. didn't see. Remember, we didn't see Mahomes play. Yep. We didn't see Jalen Hurts play. Yep. So the last time we saw them was in week 18. Okay. I can't all of a sudden ignore the guys that played in the playoffs over the past weekend. Okay. I can't ignore them. So all right, if, we're, if, if we're doing week 18 and the bye and, and the first weekend of the playoffs, then I'm, I'm – I'm, Because what if – Trevor what Lawrence if, has to be high. He has to be higher. Well, he didn't Why? have a very good week 18. He didn't have and a then, very good week 18 or the playoff game. No, no, I think – see, Key, that's where I disagree. He showed – more important stuff to me in that playoff game than just like a guy who didn't throw those picks early. Like when you come all the way back like that, you showed me something. Man, he was losing twenty-seven nothing. Brandon Staley and his staff screwed that up. Yeah, but he's still Mike he's Tannenbaum cool. said when the Cowboys play their A game, like they did last night, they're the best team in the NFL. Period. Is he right, KJM? Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, ESPN Radio, Sirius XM Channel 80. We are, you can download the podcast. You can say play ESPN. We pop up on your smart speakers. We're on ESPN U till 10 a.m., ESPN 2 until 8 a.m. Eastern. By the way, click more on the lower right-hand corner of the app. You click on the app, more on the lower right-hand corner. Scroll down to live radio. You can hear us there. We're portable, and we're presented by Progressive Insurance. And we are joined now by Mike Tannenbaum, ESPN NFL front office insider who never got off the Cowboys. Mikey T. Never got off the Cowboys. How about them, Cowboys? Yeah. What do you, what do you think about Dak's performance? Dak and Mike McCarthy, they, they were the big winners last night. And, you know, I've said it all year. When Dallas is on their A game, they are really, really hard to beat, and it's really complimentary. So when Dak's on, they could get the lead, and then their pass rush. How about this stat, guys? Daly blitzed six times last night and still got pressure on 28% of the snaps. That's really remarkable. That shows you how good that pass rush can be. How bad the offensive line for the Bucks is. So, should Mike, should people like Max Kellerman get off of Dak Prescott's back right now, or will he continue to try to move the goalposts? 
Key, that's a very fair question. I mean, very what fair. Dak, you know, to me, Key, and this didn't really Goal show post. up on the stats Sorry. last night, but I thought Dak made enough plays with his feet that got him into rhythm, that gave him confidence. But when you complete 11 passes in a row in the playoffs, he like he, he showed what he is. He is a top, fill in the blank, five, six, seven quarterback in the league with a great pass rush, a really five, good – six, seven quarterback – one game against a, a, a non-offensive line and a 45-year-old quarterback when you got there, a pass rush? I don't think there's five or six other quarterbacks I would take before Dak. Who had a better game? Daniel Jones with no weapons playing a perfect he has, game. If you don't or, stop saying no, they he don't got have, no damn weapons, he, he, have any, got weapons. he has no receivers. No receivers. Stop. How did he complete 24 balls? I like Hodgins, too, but guys, compared to other stop, teams, come on. Man, they stop. probably have the worst receiving core in the in the league, let alone in the he playoffs. He completed 24 of his 35 he, balls. That's my point. He is so excellent stop. in spite of it. He did that. Oh, God. You're looking for name recognition, put, Max. I don't see where you put Dak ahead of Daniel Jones. I don't. But you I don't, sound crazy right now, man. You sound uh, Daniel Jones, crazy. If you're, because Key's going on the last two games. Last two games Daniel Jones played, if you combine the, the, the value uh, he played in the last two games, higher than Dak in the last two games. And that's what Key is basing his rankings I, on. I, I can't, man. You, you, you re- oh, so Minnesota's defense is the 85 Chicago no. Bears? <laughs> no, it's no. the opposite. All right, Jay, do this honor for me, man. Get Mike, get, get, get Mike something else. I, I, can't, I can't fight that fight with Max on this one. Um, so I, I do want to ask you something about what Tony Dungy said yesterday. He said there are very few examples ever of teams winning Monday night row games, then Sunday row games. And he gave example: San Francisco versus Seattle, home Saturday afternoon, Dallas versus Tampa, away Monday night, Dallas at San Francisco Sunday. 52-hour difference in rest plus two plane rides. Tough to overcome. Yeah, Jay. Will, this time of year, that makes a big difference. And Key knows this you know, from playing, which is like half the team is going to come in this morning with something that bothers them, some bump or bruise. You know, we saw Micah Parsons, for example, get kicked in the shin. He's obviously going to play, but the cumulative effect of all those little things, it adds up. And the other thing, like, Dallas deserves credit was, like, in the middle of that game, guys, Jason Pierce goes out, Tyler Smith goes to left tackle, you know, it's hard to reshuffle a line. And, like, Jason Peters is 40 years old. Like, every day of rest and recovery makes a difference. So, in a game that's presumably going to be really close, that rest matters. I agree with Coach Dungy. And, look, I think Monday Night Football in the playoffs is here to stay. We all liked it. I'm sure it did really well from a rating standpoint. But I'm sure the league was hoping that the home team would have won from a standpoint of if they have to play six days later, it's one less trip for them. Mike, based on what you've seen last night from Tom Brady, are you signing Tom Brady? Are you bringing him back to the Bucks, or are you trying to lure him to your team outside of Tampa? Yeah, I'm moving on. You know, Key, like the other thing I was thinking about, let's just throw Brock Purdy out. The other seven quarterbacks are great athletes that are left from Josh Allen, Joe Burrow, obviously Jalen Hurts, Daniel Jones, Dak Prescott, Trevor Lawrence, Patrick Mahomes. It, we're in a new era here. Tom Brady – all-time great. Give him his credit key, but we're moving on. So it's going to be mm. essentially Tom Brady forced into retirement. I think he'll have <laughs> options. I mean, because that, 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 no, I, I I'm look, laughing at the way you say yeah, that. Yeah, no, key. All right, so <laughs> let, let's be real about it. And we know, like, so he goes through a divorce this year, right? Oh, and gosh. No, when you go through something like that, what do you cling on to? You cling on to something that you know that you're familiar with, your job, right? It becomes so – just to think that Tom Brady's going to walk away – after he led the league in, in in passing yards last year, like that that doesn't feel right to me. So you're saying that if you're another GM at another team, 
that's not something you want to even tinker or mess around with at all? Well, let, let's go back to why it worked in Tampa. It was the perfect situation. Great offensive line, great defense, great weapons. Wait, so, hold on, Mike. Mike, said. hold on one sec. Hold, hold on, Mike. I want you to say that one more time, but louder. <laughs> when he first got there, the reason they had success, it was a perfect storm. They had yeah. perfect players at every position, and he came in, and he was the difference, and it all worked. But let's just talk logically here. Like, Vegas, to me, is an obvious landing spot because of Josh McDean. But if I'm Tom Brady and I look at that offensive line, like, I am not putting myself in a chance to be successful and why would I want to tarnish my legacy when I could just go to Fox and go make, you know, whatever that number is, $35 million a year? Like, it's time. It's time to transition. And I appreciate, Jay Will, that, look, he had stuff in his personal life. Like, let's put that all behind us and let's start new next year and start, you know, the next Mike, phase of my are, career. Are you saying, you made an interesting point earlier, that what exacerbates or, or highlights the decline in Tom Brady is – not just him in a vacuum, but he's now existing in a league where there are no more statues, right? So, so on top, of, so that that makes it kind of the, the demise quicker because everyone else can move, yeah. and he's the only one who can't. Yeah, well, think, him and Mac. Yeah, but Mac is. Who knows if he'll be a starter next? Yeah, year. and he, you know, when we think about it, like you, you think about guys like Matt Stafford, Matt Ryan, Mac Jones, like. The game has changed. Like, I mean, when you're going into the next round of playoffs and seven of the eight teams, like, that tells you a lot. You have to be able to buy a second chance. Now, look, there's different degrees of, like, Dak Prescott's not Lamar Jackson or Jalen Hurts, but Dak moved really well last night. It was consequential in the game. Man, Dak can, Dak can move when he yeah, wants to. He, he, yep. he, he can move. get yep. out of harm's yep. Look, he can get out of harm's way. There's no question about it. Where Tom Brady is a sitting duck. Yep. Wait, Mike, we only have about a minute left. You made mention of Lamar and his elite athletic ability. How would you go about handling Lamar's contract right now if you were Baltimore? Well, I would do everything I can to try to get him signed. I think where, where that issue's been for the past year, Jay Will, is he's saying, hey, here's the bill. Deshaun Watson got $230 million. I'm not taking five cents less. Baltimore is saying, they're crazy, there's nuts, here's 10 other deals. And you can see both sides getting really frustrated with one another. You hope there's a compromise. If Lamar says it's 230, I don't think he's there next year because I don't think Baltimore – I don't think Baltimore is the organization that's going to say, all right, we give in. I think they look at Cleveland as the outlier, not them. You tag yeah. him or you trade him? I tag him and then try to get something done. Yeah, and by the way, <laughs> Just wait it it's out. one thing as to, to say we're not giving you 230. It's another, as Key says, to say we're bringing you $30 million guaranteed under – the market that was just set by inferior players like Russell Wilson and Kyler Murray. And that may have led to, to uh, Lamar's tweet, and we're going to get into that, or Instagram post. That's Mike Tannenbaum. This is KJM. Much more coming up. Thanks for listening to Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio.